0: Welcome to everybody loves Reagan, the officially unofficial podcast for the Americans on FX. I'm Jim. And I'm Agent Aaron. And today we're talking about season three, episode three, titled Open House. I thought this was a pretty tense and entertaining episode. How about you?
1: Yeah, between the dental work and the low speed, high stakes car chase. Yeah. Pretty pretty good. The spy craft is amazing. Uh for almost unbelievable. Like, at, there was a couple points in the uh, car chase where I was not sure that the Russians would have that kind of capability at that kind of moment's notice. Hmm. Um, Especially since they're working out of a
0: jazzercise studio now.
1: Yeah, that has to be some kind of hastily built thing. <laughs> I mean, the, the Russians of the Americans are a frightening level of... And I, maybe that's the... Maybe that's one of the threads is like with an open and free society, such that the United States of America, circa 1980s, were Mm. to whatever you know extent you (laughs) want to debate that. Take that as you will. It's a lot harder to maintain you know anti espionage capabilities when you're fighting with you know an arm behind your back than it is over in Russia where you know you don't need to worry about people civil. You can just you can just go snatch them.
0: Stop people in the streets, demand their papers, yep. that kind of shit. Yep, sure,
1: take them and uh, do all kinds of things, threaten their family. I don't know. Uh, it's 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 interesting. It was an mm-hmm. interesting episode. Uh, Not a lot of plot movement, though.
0: I think you know they're kind of treading water with Paige, and they have been for this entire season, really.
1: Do you think uh, that? Because uh, I think this was the Bowman's theory on our forums that the ending of the to- ending of the tooth problem is going to signal some sort of resolution or this problem coming to a head with Philip and Elizabeth.
0: It could. I said, you know, last episode that that was kind of one of the things that was bothering Elizabeth was both her tooth which signified, you know, her problems she was having with Paige and Philip and everything. So, yeah, I could see that happening. Maybe right. next episode we get a little at least a little bit of movement on that. It seems like they've been debating it for a while now. Sure. Sure uh there there was some other movement though there was some moving of uh letter letters around the board
1: letters around the bo- oh yeah sure yeah
0: popular game uh, you want to talk about i can tell you're eager to talk about who made this episode happen am i you are Did, was you, I, are. you was love I... to do
1: it yeah okay that's uh, your thing man you are all about it okay well it was directed by thomas schlamay who is a multiple primetime Emmy award-winning director who is a frequent collaborator with Aaron Sorkin. Hmm. Uh, He's directed, like you would expect, a lot of stuff like uh, Sorkin specialties, like Sunset 60 on the Studio Strip and the West Wing, uh, Sports Night, but uh, he's also of late uh, uh, did um, um, uh, episodes of NBC's failed Mad Men knockoff, Pan Am, (laughs) and... um, Uh, Some episodes of the Americans. So he also was this episode is written by Stu Zuckerman, I think, uh, who has also written two episodes of the Americans this year. One that has aired, or Yusuf, which has already aired. Actually, that was last Mm -hmm. year. And this one, uh, he also wrote a few episodes of the failed FX boxer show Lights Out, which I've always wanted. It's only a single episode, a single season. But I like that subject matter and I've heard really good things about it. One of these things when I catch up on all the other stuff I want to watch, I wanna enjoy that. <laughs> yeah. So uh had a nice professional professional outing. Um Seppenwall actually was able to visit the set during the filming of the dental scene and then immediately interview Carrie Russell, which must have been pretty cool. Yeah. To see all that happen. Um and I guess the American sets are really cool. Like that's the laundry room set mm-hmm. where they do all their spy craft. Yep, their the domestic secret, spy craft.
0: Secret spy craft stuff, yeah.
1: Sure. Uh, you know, you say that there's not a lot of plot movement this episode, but I don't know. I mean, there was they're, they're increasingly desperate trying to figure out how to get in on the CIA because, you know, they've now got these list of contacts and they're trying to find out how who they can apply pressure to doesn't seem like there's a lot seemed like they were kind of grasping at straws, people with financial problems and whatnot. But they kind of ended up with a twofer at the end of this episode, Yeah. where it turns out the guy who's got money problems, who's trying to sell his house, uh, has a babysitter, a, a teenage babysitter, that has a inappropriate attraction to him, perhaps a fatal attraction. <laughs> uh, and she is the daughter of the director of the CIA program... Uh, mm-hmm. overseeing the operations in Afghanistan. Yep, blackmail material. I think all around for everybody. Mm-hmm. Do you think we are going to see Philip get to seduce a sixteen-year-old girl in this episode? Oh, I say God. get like it's some kind of <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Philip, get to... the moment I've been waiting for. <laughs> it's like uh... let me
0: put on my Letterman's jacket and move into action. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you think we're? I mean, it seems like there is a lot of scary things in this season that directly uh, are influencing Philip and Elizabeth's decision whether they make one or not about to or whether to allow Paige to kind of get into the family business. Sure. And you know, here we're see you introduced to the concept of a 16-year-old girl who can be used as blackmail material. Mhm. You know, is her fa- is her father going to be is is her father going to be tasked with seducing this girl? What does that even mean? Is mm-hmm. that something you do for your country? I'm supposing it would. You I, would.
0: If if they're
1: going around killing people, I don't know why they wouldn't. Frankly, why does it feel? Why does that feel more wrong than murdering? Adults? I don't know. It should. Is it the cons, age of consent thing?
0: No one consents to being murdered.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you get, you right? Got, you got me there, man. I mean,
0: some people do, but it's few and far between. I, I and, think.
1: I think you're right. Outside of the, if you're a patient of Dr. Kevorkian, mm-hmm. outside of that, uh it's it's probably few and far between.
0: Yeah, that that should certainly not uh be more of an ethical dilemma than murdering people. <laughs> mhm.
1: Mhm. Um I don't know what do you where do you kind of want to dig into this episode?
0: Uh so I I mean yeah, there there's movement there um on that plot line. But, I mean, they've been kind of chasing the CIA, right? I mean, that's not, like, anything new. Yeah, it's a new development in that that plot. Uh, and that's fine. It, it feels like small movement there. It feels like small movement around uh, uh, Oleg stuff. Like, very, very small, though. I mean, I, I, it's kind of almost a setup for something else. But that we it was surprising. It. Because it was. Because we talked yeah. about how
1: I think RKD respects Oleg more than he certainly did at the outset of Season 2. Oh, yeah. Here he's putting his neck on the line. He's saying, sure. "I am going to defy a direct order that your father's behind, who has the ear of one of the, uh, you know, high Communist Party members." Mm-hmm. And I'm going to. If if you want me to defy this, if you want to stay here instead of being recalled home, because uh, Igor, the guy we met last week, apparently is trying to recall him to the United States or to the USSR, mm-hmm. to what end? Do you think that Oleg is this? Is this? I'm worried. Is this kind of like furthering our suspicion that he is under suspicion, or is it his father trying to preemptively get a hold on that? Is his father wanting him back home so he can smack around? And like, why are you? Why are you making these waves about a a a, a, a criminal about a traitor? W- sure. What's going on?
0: It could be that. It could also be him trying to get his son out of harm's way. Like maybe he knows about Tatiana. Uh, is kind of there to investigate Oleg. Maybe he's trying to prevent that from leading anywhere. I don't know. Um, it could also be that he's coming back because he's in trouble for that shit. You know, right?
1: Uh, and they they the want case, to Nina then him. Arcady, no matter what he does, if if he defies this, he's going to be fucked. Oh yeah, Do yeah. I
0: that feeds right into our theory that this might be the
1: last season for Arcady. Mm.
0: He might he might kick it this time.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's bold. I didn't expect because I, I didn't know that he had gone from admiration and respect to I'm going to put potentially my certainly my political career mm-hmm. and my comfortable living at stake for you. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I. It's hard to know how much of this is. I don't know, because I expected Oleg to go back. I expected Oleg to say, yeah, I want to go back, and I want to try to find Nina and try to get her out of there. Well,
1: I thought so, too, because that would be a good entry point to get kind of Nina back into things, because then they yeah. could kind of be off in, in the USSR. And they and could,
0: they could do, like, internal spy shit in Russia, we could, right? And we
1: could also start seeing what life's like on the other side, Oleg navigating those corridors, uh, corridors of power and kind of widen up the plot. Yeah. Compared to a lot of television shows we cover, this cast is almost like neat and trim and tidy. Yeah, like, Sure. There's like a half dozen important people you got to get track of and maybe another half dozen on top of that.
0: Mm-hmm. And half a dozen of them
1: die every season. Sure. So. There's a lot of churn. <laughs>
0: yeah. It, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to say, you know, that would have been better than the way they're going to go because I don't know where they're going to go with this. But I, it did surprise me a little bit with kind of the headcanon I had built.
1: Uh, let's talk about Philip and Elizabeth and his page decision. There was a lot of... A lot of themes about children and giving them and having too much materialism they in, they open they open with the Scrabble scene with Gabriel but then they go into Hans's continuing field training mm-hmm. where they talked a lot of you know swapped a lot of Marxist philosophy about you know if, if you have involved too much production of useless things it results in the production of too many useless people mm-hmm. Um You know, you got to live life without – you can live life without wants, but you can't live without needs. When they were at the open house, the realtor said, boy, it's just so hard not to buy your kids everything they want. Mm -hmm. Philip and Elizabeth debate about whether buying a necklace would be – and a 10-speed would be too much. Where – how is this – how does this affect their debate about Paige? Because the other thing we found out is Elizabeth's gone behind his back to Gabriel to discuss Paige, which really pissed off Philip. And Philip kind of did the same thing to her. Sure. But I think he did that as a response to, because he realized Gabriel was doing it as, as a response to Carrie, not Carrie, I'm sorry, Elizabeth, uh, giving, um, private concerns to him. So he was super butthurt and upset about it.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm curious. It it seems like Elizabeth is starting to realize that she is making her daughter more American, simple, but more sympathetic towards the Americans. Why is that? Uh, because she's living a life as an American, you know, with, uh, with plenty of bullshit that she can buy her and she's just got too much. She feels Hmm. like she, I I can see her kind of wanting to rein that in at this point and start trying to transition her to a life where she understands the Russians more than the Americans. Hmm. That's what it felt like to me. Um, and, and Philip's just like, no, I want my daughter to have this easy life. This is right what everybody wants for their child.
1: Yeah, and I really like how, you know, last season, Paige is kind of a mess or a thorn in their side, you know, prying in and kind of getting closer and closer. They backed yeah. off on this. Oh, way back, yeah. But what, what Paige doesn't know that Philip Elizabeth obviously acutely aware of is she's now kind of being groomed for spy work, and uh-huh. now her father and mother are concerned with her in a whole different light, but Paige... <laughs> far as she knows they're still concerned about all of her sketchy stuff from last year so Mm -hmm. she's like mom dad you don't have to worry about me and philip's like you don't know shit kid i like that (laughs) they do a really good job in the show playing with the duality of their lives and how this affects their relationship with their friends and family and neighbors Mm -hmm. um i thought that was pretty cool that was pretty cool i also like the pages watching fantasy island we talked about okay. like you know childhood shows were important to us. Fantasy Island was always that tantalizing adult show that I could almost understand what was going on. And my mom and dad made me, you know, it's like kind of sometimes I'd see glimpses of it. Most of the time I'd be putting off the bed. It was slightly too old. I, I, I like that a lot.
0: Plus it had con in Is it. Is that uh, Herb Villachas the
1: sure the, yeah. the, plane, the plane the plane the plane boss? Yeah. All right. Yeah, that was way before my time. Um. Let's talk about the other member of the uh, Elizabeth and what is their last names? I've um, uh, Jennings. Jennings. Yeah. The other Jennings fa- member uh, family member Henry. Henry. Yeah, he's caught with a picture of the neighbor, Mrs. Beeman. Henry is perving on Miss Beeman. Yep. Yep. I wonder how he got that picture.
0: Did he break into their house probably?
1: Oh. Steal the picture <laughs> of a frame. Oh, you know what? That would be interesting if he's become a total creep that his mom and dad <laughs> be gone all the time and his fairly light punishment over mm-hmm. the video game thing and his protestations of his being a, a good person have turned him to just a super perv so hey he's now mm-hmm. breaking in he's going to be stealing her under of course he can't do that but now she, she moved out yeah she moved out yep but uh that was interesting and went nowhere mhm do you think that's going to come back and be significant later or is that just something weird going on with henry
0: yeah, I think they're setting up something for Henry, because Henry's <laughs> been a non-entity since the break-in.
1: Yeah, and even uh, that was that not... Was co-
0: that, that was just random. I, I don't know what they're trying to say about Henry with all these, you know, what could be considered deviant behaviors, but are not for a child. Sure. Uh, I'm not sure what they're trying to say with Henry there.
1: Yeah, Henry's starting to come on. I mean, as, as interesting, as interested as I am in what's going on with page... Uh Henry, they're not doing as well as a good a job. I mean, he's coming across very Chris from homeland. You know, like Dana, like she was super annoying, and Paige doesn't have that problem, but Chris was just some hmm. dude in the background that could occasionally get trotted out to have uh you know some father son's conflict between Brody's best friend and but hmm. he never became Got a it. real character. Okay. And I feel like Henry is starting to become that because whenever they give him a speed plot, it's always about him doing something weird and creepy and deviant.
0: Maybe they're setting us up for something bigger. I don't know. Hmm. But yeah, you're right. He's he's nothing at this point to me in this show.
1: Uh, speaking of children and their parents' relationships, of what did you make of Martha and Cl- is it Clark? Is his yeah. under his married life undercover guy? Mm-hmm. What did you think? Make of their conversations about uh a foster care child this can't go
0: anywhere right no it certainly can't uh i mean unless philip really wants to be a dick and just
1: leave her with a foster child when he well you have inevitably... to do paperwork you can't just like st- that's true you can't just stop by it's not like the fucking pound where you know you pay 25 bucks and there's shots and you just <laughs> walk home with the kid you have to put in paperwork there's background checks I, I, don't I imagine know that he would cover... play that off
0: as like, oh, well, we're secretly married. We certainly can't secretly have a child. So you can get a child. This, secret... but no, he doesn't want to. I mean,
1: that's that's smart. Yeah, no, but but he also seemed like he was letting her win the battle at the end. And I'm like, where is this going? Hmm. Because I I don't know. I mean, I feel like Martha and poor Martha. My God. <laughs> When she
0: finds out, man. If I think she's, she's going
1: gonna, to jail, man. I think might. she's going to go down in flames as a traitor mm-hmm. is where this is all heading, which is just unbelievably cruel. She could. She could. Uh, let's she's, see. She's being like
0: courted now by Agent Tyson.
1: Yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh-huh. Sure. Um, because again, she's secretly married, which is such a bizarre subplot. Uh-huh. <laughs> But yeah, he's got, uh apparently he's got the hots for her. I think so. I think so. I, I don't think he's on to her stealing any files.
0: I think he's just wanting to swoop in and get a date.
1: But that was the thing, because, like, this fucking filing robot is becoming more and more a disaster in each passing episode. Like, it's now just, I feel like the next episode it's going to be, like, running through the offices just, you know, like... like uh uh, paper coming out the top like it's coming out of some kind of fa- you, mm-hmm. device, Just, paper ejecting device. It's spilling contents on the floor. <laughs> I, maybe Martha doesn't together. get fingered for this because my God, this is like if you want to try and execute someone, you need to do this robot. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't know. Put what's Johnny, going on. F- put Johnny Five up on trial. <laughs> put t- take him down to Fort Leavenworth or you yeah. know, have him do hard time. I don't know. Yeah,
0: uh, I, I don't know how that's going to go.
1: But I thought it was interesting with the – some of the things that uh, Philip was saying to Martha in protesting about doing a fossil. Like, oh, what, he just like – like having kids like leasing a car?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's kind of interesting because his children are a product of a sham, loveless marriage, and their kids always take second – you know, play second fiddle to whatever Elizabeth and, and himself are doing yeah so i don't know that i i feel i sometimes i wonder if clark is uh philip expressing his real views on how that they're using their children and his regrets and wanting to avoid that could be i don't know yeah i i don't
0: know what the additional layers are there um and, and i'm not like he hasn't gotten a lot of information from martha lately right Right. He seems to just be maintaining that kind of in stasis waiting for the next use of Martha.
1: Yeah, I thought that they I don't know. I thought that, well, I I don't know. I mean, when he was doing that paperwork for all the CIA contacts, she helps him with that though, right? Does she? I mean, I thought that was the whole deal that she's okay. you know gets files and secure stuff from him. I don't know. Because she kind of went all in when he played that tape of uh Agent Gad, saying, "Oh, she's ugly." Yeah, she's a a five bagger six bottles of scotch kind of woman. Bottles, wow. Uh, The FBI, because we speculated last week about how intense this FBI kind of manhunt for the dentistry would be. Oh yeah, and we're like, well, you know, maybe you could go a couple hours outside of DC. Their their uh, dragnet goes as far as Buffalo, New York. At least. Which is nearly a seven-hour drive. And my mind Mm. was boggling about how many women approximately in the age range they probably give in 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 her height and build and all that kind of stuff. Like, this guy was complaining about getting five hits. I would be surprised if you would not get, like, 20, 30, 40 hits a day that you'd have to investigate. Yeah. There's a fucking lot of dentist visits. (laughs) Dentist office within a seven-hour radius of dc even if you account the fact that a lot of that radius is out in the goddamn ocean Mm -hmm. like hundreds and hundreds
0: yeah i mean i i guess if their search is narrow enough as far as what they want reported maybe you narrow it down to that many uh you know just like oh the injury has to be this severe they've got to be this build got to be female i i I didn't maybe see it narrowing down that much. I don't know.
1: The thing that's what is interesting is like Philip when he's talking to Gabriel about, you know, how risky they should run this operation to go to the guy's open house. Yeah. Uh, the, you know They're talking about like, look, they can't have everyone on. Ev- they don't have the resources. Like even if they had like their A team on it, you're talking about six cars, blah, blah, blah. Well, then we find out behind the FBI-CIA operations, there's like double that. Yeah, they have 11 cars on Elizabeth. That it seems like the Russians are maybe underestimating the the amount of counterintelligence.
0: I think so. And also, I noticed some cracks in the Russian uh, operation here. Like... People are disobeying orders directly. Arcady is disobeying. Philip and Elizabeth are disobeying. Yeah, because Gabriel it leads told to them stuff, you but... cannot
1: afford a physical drive-by on this thing. Yeah, and they do it anyway. And not only that, but I mean, yeah. And it, I get the impression that their that operation
0: s- is not run nearly as well as the Americans at this point.
1: Well, not only that, but like maybe the tide has turned because that the damage done by the. Um, the captain, the Navy SEAL captain last year, where he basically mm-hmm. dismantled their cell, and they built it back yep. up in the Jazzercise studio, and they still have a lot of capability, but that stuff is, you know, let's, <sighs> talk, let's talk about that. This car chase
0: mm-hmm.
1: was so damn tense in a way that, like, shit in the Fast and Furious and the Born Identity aren't. Yeah, like, with yeah. With all the squealing tires. This is a low-speed, residential area, cat-and-mouse game. Mm-hmm uh philip tucking you know tucking and rolling outside (laughs) of a of a a corner right on the pavement right between cars it was yeah Yeah, and then the russians are able to i guess they have pre-planned points where they have like you know forces ready to go to like Mm -hmm. toss walkie-talkies and cars and to arrange a car crash distraction Mm -hmm. like that and and the fact that elizabeth just essentially lost her car right yeah, she got out of it and she left. She wiped it down a f- a fingerprints and then and, and bailed. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, how many times can you do that before you can't do it anymore? How many cars can you buy and be able to replace? And uh-huh. I don't know. I, I feel like that Philip and Elizabeth are in danger in a way that they've never been on the show before. Oh, yeah, definitely. Caught.
0: The only time I felt this tense was when they were following Elizabeth down the street in the opener.
1: Which was just the, two episodes ago. Uh, I
0: know, I know. Um... I mean, there have been other tense moments, but this was something on another level, I felt.
1: And I like the tension between the CIA and the FBI because the CIA is just wanting to basically tail and track these guys Mm -hmm. and seeing where it goes, where the FBI is wanting to snatch and grab. Yeah. Um, it Clearly, the show wants us to feel sympathetic towards the FBI agents. Do you feel like that's... Do you feel like one one thing... Okay, I'm start asking... I'm going to stop asking leading questions. (laughs) I feel like that... The Unless the series is going to abruptly end, that this the FBI is going to have a little bit of comeuppance, that they're going to overplay their hand because of frustration of dealing with the CIA, and it's going to blow up in their face, and that's going to be how Philip and Elizabeth live to fight another season. I could see that. I mean, yeah. two, twice in, in three episodes, they've had them almost dead to rights. Yeah. And coincidentally, it's always been Elizabeth, the one that's going to be taken to fall. Sure. Yeah, she she's... happened to be the one driving this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh so Philip bailed and she I mean what happens what happens this uh, if the FBI pull her over and detain her? What is what is well, Philip Stan. Do? I mean, Stan immediately
0: recognizes her. So Philip has to grab the kids and run?
1: Does he flee like does I mean... he does he just take off alone and let the kids fight for themselves <laughs> that he'd be like, "Well, Mommy and daddy are traitors, and we're going to be arrested now. (laughs) I love you very much.
0: He tries to pull the uh, impromptu vacation again. Uh Uh-huh. They end up in some (laughs) shitty motel. Uh, Daddy goes off on a mission. They're stuck, you know, with no video games and just bored. Well,
1: I thought that 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 was kind of uh, funny that when, you know, Philip kind of has that blow up at Gabriel – about like, God damn it, my daughter's going to have a choice and she's only 16. And he fought, like, you know, Gabriel calls him, and was like, hey, hey, I'm sorry things went down that way. We want to send you to one of these local amusement parks and put you up at a real nice hotel adjacent to the property. <laughs> uh uh-huh. You know, so you and your family can blow off steam. It'll be great. Yep. And. <laughs> be pa- sure to bring the kids. Yeah, Paige is the one that walks in and her family's murdered and she's <laughs> the one screaming.
0: Yeah. And there's a, uh, a Scrabble board next to him or something. I don't know. <laughs>
1: Flocks, stygian,
0: uh, of or related to the band sticks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Gabriel's a hella good. Uh, or maybe I just suck at Scrabble, but man, like that's a lot of X's and Y's. And yeah, he's double he's good word at it. scores and seven word scores. That's that's the other thing.
0: I mean, the dreaded, you know, the the ultimate threat of a misguided Scrabble challenge. Like <laughs> he lays down the gauntlet there.
1: He's <laughs> like, well, here's a dictionary. If you don't believe me. Um, okay, so let's talk about uh the tooth situation. Okay. Last week we talked about how that was one of the most disturbing scenes that we've seen in recent television television history. Uh just judging from your vis- your visible reaction, you had a lot of problem with this. Like you couldn't even look at the screen.
0: No, I mean I was looking at the screen, but I was like, oh no, no, I don't want any part of that. Uh-huh. Uh yeah, it it's It's one of those things that squeaks me out, any kind of like... Dental pain? Dental pain is bad pain, yeah. I
1: can't watch the scene in like Marathon, man, where it's like, is it secret? Is it safe? Uh, And he's working on... You haven't seen that? No. Don't. Don't. Don't? Okay. Um, (laughs) But this didn't bother me for some reason. No? And I I think it's because uh, somehow Elizabeth was just handling it really well. She did. Like she was keeping very still, and she was going ha ha ha. ha. No but that's screaming. kind of like me yeah. when I'm getting my teeth cleaned. Like I I didn't see like the the wide eyed bulging. You know I I don't know. Um, no Wilhelm screams or anything. No nah, none of that. Yeah. And um, it was interesting. They went with like no dialogue. Mm-hmm. It was just you know several minutes of them looking at each other's face. It was very. Um, the Carrie, uh, Russell mentioned that it was a very intimate scene that they call yeah. it this episode sex scene. Sure. As his husband and wife and there's this trust and there's intimacy and, you know, he's sticking instruments into her mouth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's breaking off pieces of her tooth that I guess that was the only part that made me wince a bit when he broke the tooth and then he had, he had to go back in on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: it's, uh, it's bad news, man. I don't like mouth pain. I had to put me under for my wisdom teeth
1: cause... Right. Not going to do it. So that's a so so do you think she's going to have to get some dental work done eventually or is that tooth so far back that it's not people aren't going to notice it missing?
0: Uh I don't think they'll notice it missing. I think it was pretty far back there, but I, like I got to wonder if that's the only injury. Like how do you break a tooth and have your whole face
1: swell up and not have any injury to your jaw? Yeah, the way she was, the other thing is, the way she was acting in the previous episodes is that felt like one of her like canines or something was bothering her. Oh. And now mm. she's saying it was all like this lower pain. And she, they end up pulling what looked like a molar from her lower jaw out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. You had a theory that she had like a broken jaw. And I'm like, no, I don't Don't think she had a broken jaw or anything. No, other you're right. Not Structural scru- skull fracturing.
0: Not if she's not wincing noticeably when she talks. <laughs> is this
1: two thing done? Are we done with the two things or going to be more dentistry?
0: Uh, if they come back and they make a decision on page, I think we are done with the tooth thing.
1: Okay. Um, We did see the uh, 2 o'clock in the morning station sign-off, which I don't think you knew was a thing. No, the national anthem playing.
0: Yeah. Like, I guess that's to sign out channels. Like, we're going yeah. off for the night. We'll be back at 6 a.m. or 5 a.m. or whatever.
1: Yeah. I, I had no idea. I was just starting to stay up late as a teenager when they kind of... St- went to different things of doing this. But as hmm. I recall, I almost want to say that all the local stations kind of did the same thing. <laughs> like there was this patriotic package with lots of flags and lots of bald eagles and lots of purple mountain majesty with the national anthem. And then you had the test pattern and then you had static huh? until it came time to broadcast again. Weird. Hmm. Uh, other interesting thing is Stan is talking to agent Neil deGrasse Tyson mm-hmm. And uh, T- Agent Tyson was really interested in his background, you know, because he's a, a black man, and he was interested in this deep cover operation he did with the white supremists. Uh, clearly impressed that he was able to, you know, embed and obviously do damage to that network, and wanted to know how he, how it was that he was able to fool them. And he says, I just told them what they wanted to hear over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And then we had the contrast of that scene with him thoughtfully looking at the defector, the one he's assigned to protect, on national television, saying, oh, yes, we didn't have bread. And there was no freedom of press or religion, no personal freedom. And it's terrible. This is something that she's literally said over and over and over again in these last few episodes. Are we supposed to think that she is not to be trusted? Or of course, we know it doesn't take much for <laughs> Stan to stand to to not trust someone. Sure. Yeah. Well, we also know that every one of his suspicions, even the ones he thinks are silly, have been proven to be correct. Yep. Uh,
0: yeah, I'm I'm not sure what harm. So maybe she's kind I, of just starting out with some stuff that they want to hear, and then she's going to yeah. try to get information later. But that's the thing. The I stuff don't she's see... saying now can't have any possible benefit for Russia.
1: Right. Because and all she's saying
0: is it's a fucking horrible
1: place. Do you think that this is going to be um, the inverse of what we've seen before, where he has a suspicion that he takes seriously an axon and acts on? And it turns out it's because we know from the Residentura side that they are concerned about this woman spouting yeah. propaganda. Yeah. So she's either – which I guess it wouldn't surprise me. She's either so deep undercover that they don't know anything about it yeah. or maybe Stan is just wrong and he's going to burn the the inverse of the garage scene mm-hmm. where he was ultimately right. He just was a little too late or the timing wasn't there. Phil, Philip and Elizabeth were just too good. Yeah. This could be the inverse of that where he's just wrong and he burns a valuable asset because of his <laughs> hunch and suspicion. And then he gets fired and he's even more of a
0: sad sack. I'm not
1: saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. Sitting
0: at home eating Cheetos for the rest of the series. (laughs) That's how I want my Stan. Yeah. More boring than he is already.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't know. What else do we need to talk about? Uh, There is the kind of thickening of the plot or more detail that um, they've been trying to chase down the stealth technology. Which I think they were looking at the stealth fighter. OK, which is kind of a misnomer because the stealth fighter was actually a ground a, a ground bomber as well. Hmm. Um, but now they're talking about the uh, Northrop Grumman, which, of course, is the stealth, the big stealth bomber, the big boomerang shaped thing hmm. that, uh, uh, you know, is the more modern bomber. OK, um, they've got two irons in the fire. They've got these the stealth project and the CIA Afghanistan operation. Anything there because there's nine new clearances that got handed off. Is that something that Philip and Elizabeth are going to be all over?
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, they were part of that already. So okay. I think springing them back into action on that makes a lot of sense. Sure. Um, and I'm frankly glad. I, I really enjoyed the stealth stuff last season. Sure. So I'm glad that plot is back and it's kind of a big part of the Cold War as well. So uh, that will be interesting to see play out. All right. Uh,
1: well, I have, I kind of, you know, I, I'm really up in air in the season because I'm really not sure what the main threat's going to be. Uh, I don't know how long they can keep teasing this very dangerous situation between Philip and Elizabeth and the FBI. Like, if they keep ratcheting mm-hmm. up, that something has to give, or this is going to be a short-lived series, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, you can't. Well, I don't think you could have Philip or Elizabeth die. Yeah, Uh, that would be maybe too much for the show to bear. I think. Uh, I wonder if you could have Stan die, though, if they're setting up some of these other agents as
1: bigger pieces in that puzzle because of that. Or Gad. I think that the way the show looks <laughs> or at Gad. it. Yeah, I, I think that they're, they they would see John Boy as more expendable. They're going to move uh, Stan into Gad's position? That would be an interesting way to proceed.
0: He can get his nose broken.
1: Yeah, kind of like what they eventually did uh, uh, with Hank, where he got moved higher and higher up in the DAA chains. We got to see more and more of that kind of side of things working. Yeah. Uh, that could be cool, because anything they could do to make him more interesting would be okay in my book. I think they got to start making
0: some movement with Paige. I'm getting a little impatient, just like I did last season. Huh. They Last season, they hit me with a bunch of Page stuff. Right off the bat, uh, I said you know, I'm kind of tired of this page stuff. It doesn't seem to be going very far. I just don't know uh, what that looks like. And then they backed off of it for a few episodes. I
1: don't know what movement with Paige looks like. I know. It seems Phil, to be Philip at an and, ultimatum point, right? Philip like, and Elizabeth making a decision internally? Because that's not really... I mean, I guess that's movement, but...
0: She has to be more officially groomed, I think. Hmm. Like, she has to... There needs to be something that happens where she is either given the choice... um, or a choice is made for her and pieces go into motion there. I just don't think you can keep doing this thing of uh, you know Elizabeth and Philip arguing about who's right and whether they're going to bring her in or not. Okay, I've seen that for three episodes now. I'm I'm good on that. <laughs> okay,
1: yeah, because there's nothing kind of new that's happening too, and and mm-hmm. they've been kind of quiet about the religious stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. I. I've often wondered if it would be interesting if when the season when the series hits kind of its finale mode if they decide to put Philip and Elizabeth against each other. Huh uh kind of bad kind of like uh what is that thing with angelina Jolie uh and brad pitt
0: mr and mrs. mrs smith smith yeah
1: it'd be interesting to see a fi- a whole final season where one of them has decided they're going to defect probably <laughs> it's going to be philip yeah yeah and then he's not going to tell elizabeth and he's trying to plan surreptitiously to get all of his kids and all that and whether page is in on it and if page finds out in the middle of it that that would be an interesting kind of like swan song for the series. Sure. I don't feel like cool. they're planning that yet. No.
0: doesn't seem like it.
1: All right. Uh, that's all I've got. Anything you want to cover? No. Do we have any feedback? We do have feedback. Let's pay some bills first. Okay. There's lots of ways you can support Bald Move. You can find all of them at support.baldmove.com. Uh and the reality is we could we really need and would appreciate your support because we wouldn't be doing the Americans at all if it wasn't for the fact we're doing this full time. We wouldn't be doing this full time if it wasn't for the generosity of people like yourself, the person listening to this podcast right now. So uh, one thing I want to continue to highlight uh, is the Amazon affiliate link because it's so easy. It's so easy. It's if you're buying stuff on there anyway, use amazon.baldmove.com instead of your just plain old uh, boring Amazon link, and uh, you are supporting an underground cell of podcasters uh, talking <laughs> shit about uh, the, Amer- the Americans mm-hmm. on FX. You wouldn't believe the number of cars we have to ditch. <laughs> it's you, expensive. It's, it does. It gets expensive. It's expensive. Tradecraft is not cheap. <laughs> it It is absolutely not. And, uh, you know, we need to be kept in uh, 80s cars, mm mm-hmm. Uh wigs and disguises. So we also
0: have to be bailed out of jail.
1: <laughs> that's that's not cheap either. The legal fees. It's it's a real thing. Uh you can you can help us defray those costs by using our Amazon link at Amazon.baldmove.com. Let's get the feedback. Uh uh Tom G in West Virginia says, Comrades, the Americans on FX is like a proverb from Mother Russia. Uh I'm gonna butcher this because it's Russian. <laughs> Going to give it a Russian accent? Nyaveskogo mudreska Dovolnyo prostovtia, I guess. Which translates in, for each wise man there are plenty of fools. Why not too many Americans watch the Americans on FX? (laughs) Wonders Tomislav as he goes in his Russian guise. Ah, yes. Tomislav in WV. Yeah. Uh, He finally
0: figured out a way for us to say the initials in the correct order. Yeah. Like does to you. My
1: brain could only handle tr- uh, transposing those and speaking Russian, one or the other. I had to choose. <laughs> uh, Liz G uh, adds in, said, I recall reading a couple of articles about FX wanting to be the best channel, not the highest rated channel, and that the CEO ah. of FX uh, thought that the Americans could go for five seasons. Cool. Um, so I don't know. I mean, the counterpoint of that is The Bridge. So, like, there is a floor. I mean, because I don't think The Bridge was a bad show. But there is definitely a floor for which that they will not abide. Ratings dropping below. The good news is the Americans kind of stabilized. Uh, they dipped to 0. 0.9 million viewers. They're up to like 1.1 1. 1 million this week. Hmm. So okay. if I think they can stay above that million mark, that that we're going to be in good shape. She says, "Do you think that Fizip, Philip and, Fizip and Elizabeth, Philip, what's it called? The couple, Philip?" Yep. Philip and Elizabeth nearly got caught because the FBI knew the guy having the open house was having money problems and the FBI is watching him. Gabriel knew the guy was vulnerable, so I'm sure the FBI did too. How do you else to explain Paul uh, Philip and Elizabeth being followed? That's exactly yeah. how you explain it. Yeah.
0: So they went in, they were following the guy. They had uh, they they were trying it to get info wasn't, out of the CIA guy. It
1: wasn't just that they went to the open house. No. It's they went to the open house and then started tailing this guy, yes. which and, and 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 if you you know look at that set group of everyone that attended the open house and then followed the guy who's there. That it's very easy to tell who's
0: actually following him. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Especially when they don't have 11 cars backing them
1: up and, you know, not tagging that. in and out. And... Sure. Uh, she then continues. Looks like Martha now has two strikes against her. Now the gun she's bought and the child she wants to foster. <laughs> As she sat on Clark's lap, I thought he could snap her neck right now. <laughs> <laughs> This is something like this is turning into like how I married an axe murderer. We had a conversation. She's like, "Do you realize it's how easy it would be for me to kill you?" You know, it's like there's so much trust, and you sleep beside me. It's like yeah, I was like yeah. And this show makes you uh, look at your <laughs> intimate relationships in a very different way. Huh. She says it's hard to imagine Martha surviving this season. I don't know how solid Clark's history is on pl- paper. Will he have issues if there's a background check done for them? Uh, to foster adopt a child, Clark will not want to deal with any uh, or all of that. I agree. I don't think there's any way he could go through with the fostering of this. And but on the other hand, if Martha goes down, like like I don't see how she goes to prison and isn't able to doesn't have pictures of Clark, isn't able to describe Clark. Mm-hmm. Uh, like yeah, I, I guess I thought maybe she'd go to prison, but it sounds like now that I'm thinking about it she's got to die
0: yeah i have other there there are some weird things in their relationship right like is so she knows that he wears a toupee yeah he never takes the toupee off he's a never nude when (laughs) when it comes to his scalp does he shower in the toupee like because if he took that
1: that wig off he's his normal hair would be under there and she would see he's not bald never nude he just tells her I'm a never I'm a I'm a never nude when it comes to my scalp. Huh. I cannot be seen. Can you even
0: put a wig through a shower and have it be okay? Like real know. human hair
1: you probably could, but eighties 80s- Based on my experience with uh this thing, no, this this is not going to happen. This is not gonna survive a showering.
0: Yeah. So that seems weird between them. Uh and then like, you know, him constantly disappearing for days and days is explained, but it's gotta be stretching her
1: credibility at this point. Uh, she agrees with us, well, at least to me, about the defector might not be who she claims to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, although, again, I've kind of judoed that and thinking that maybe that's going to be Stan's uh, overreach. I don't know. And she says, the toothpool was is such an intimate scene between Philip and Elizabeth. It was a beautiful It was beautiful once I was able to watch it. The tenderness between <laughs> them at such a horrific moment. They said so much to each other without saying a word. Yep. Good stuff. Literally tender. That dry socket's not something you want to mm-hmm. mess with. No, Uh, Scott V said, I have a couple thoughts on the Paige situation. First of all, could Philip and Elizabeth bring her in by lying to her? By that, I mean, tell her that they are US government agents tasked with keeping tabs on other government agents. This seems to be a common MO for them. Mm -hmm. That's what Martha believes they could train her and then not worry about ideologies. Also, what is the level the center is after? I mean, they don't want Paige as a field agent like her parents, right? They want her in a high-level job to have access to information, not to have to coerce others into getting that information. So they wouldn't necessarily have to train her on how to make dead bodies fit in suitcases 101. <laughs> now, I agree with Philip. It would come to that situation, or it could come to that situation. So I wouldn't want my daughter in this life either. But I kind of expect the discussion of grooming her with false information. Um, here's what my problem that I've, I've kind of realized as I was watching this and thinking about it. I don't think that the that Philip trusts the center to leave it alone that Elizabeth is just doing her CIA desk job and getting information that way. Like, if huh. there was a need pressing enough, and there always is, she and she need to get her hands dirty, they would give the order. And what I yeah. thought is key that Philip says, like, Paige is too much like her mom. And if you gave her that, she would do it, and she would do it gladly, and that's what I think is really worrying about him, that she won't stop at just a desk job. She'll want to do more and more and more of her own hmm. free will. I mean, look at Philip Elizabeth themselves. Yeah. They were specifically ordered, do not make clothes in the visual range of this guy. It's too hot, and they fucking do it anyway. Yeah.
0: No, I have I've said, you know, last episode, I'm on Philip's side here. I think it's a bad idea.
1: Yeah. Uh, they uh, Scott continues, if I scroll back. But I think,
0: this, you know, to go to his point, I think it's it's a fairly good idea, if they're going to do it, to lie to her. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how else you break to your daughter that you are, in fact, Russian spies, and <laughs> she needs to work against the country that she has grown up in.
1: Well, that's, the, that's what he says in the next part. He goes, this seems to be a discussion that should have happened when Paige is five or six years old. Uh, I don't know about that. Hmm. Shouldn't the center have a plan for the second generation? I get that Philip and Elizabeth letting kids grow up in a stereotypical American house as part of the cover. Hell, having kids is part of the cover. The center would want this. So shouldn't any conditioning begin when they are young? Now, conditioning sounds kind of icky when you're talking about your own kids. We all try to give our values and beliefs to our children, which is a form of conditioning. But I think that that is more natural. Elizabeth is already conditioned her kids to an American way of life. She made the decision to fill them with beliefs. She absolutely agrees with to help recover. What's the difference between that and grooming her with Russian psychological conditioning when Paige is little, the problem with five or six year old is they cannot be trusted. (laughs) Like it's true. uh, You give child, you give give a child secret information. Like just, if you want to experiment, tell, tell your a five-year-old that there really isn't a Santa Claus Mm. and see if they do not tell that to all of their cousins and brothers and sisters and schoolmates. Like you can, you can trust that information with like a 10 year old, but five or six year old, Mm. I don't know. And then the reasons you can trust it with a 10 or 11 year old, because they can start judging their impacts on other people and they can be more, you know, uh, on the ball about confidentiality is the same reason it's risky to tell them because they can start making their own decisions about what's right and wrong and, you know, how comfortable they are with lying. And that's kind of risky, too. Mm-hmm. There's really no right time to start indoctrinating a child into a life <laughs> of espionage against their own country.
0: Sure. Sure. The the stakes are pretty high there to entrust that information to a child. Hmm. Certainly. <laughs>
1: Uh, he says it seems to h- me him that Henry is the right age to start grooming in either direction. He's young enough not to want to rebel yet and would swallow whatever his parents told him. Plus they know he's good at breaking and entering. <laughs> uh, lastly, shouldn't Philip and Elizabeth be, Oh, they can use uh, Mrs. Beeman as leverage. There you go. Uh, lastly, shouldn't Philip and Elizabeth be worried about the center's long game. So say you're the center. You have two very good deep cover field agents entrenched in the U S you let them have kids let them train these kids to work for you. So far, so good. But your field agents weren't just put there to breed and indoctrinate your ki- their kids to your way of thinking. You could also have them going on dangerous spying missions that could get them killed. Or you could get them captured and revealed as spies. That's where you should care. If your long term game are these second generations that are born here and are above reproach, what could jeopardize that? Their parents. Somewhere there is a, a paper trail of forged documents on Philip and Elizabeth. At the very least, they would have to stop being field agents. You sure as hell can't have them retire in Russia. You are the center. You're really going to let, the, let these two keep breathing and jeopardize your second generations? No. When someone asked Paige about her parents, you wanted to say they were killed years ago in a tragic car accident. Philip and Elizabeth become the weakest link in second generation infiltration. i like to see one of them figure this out. What do you think about that? So they should be afraid for their lives. If they indoctrinate Paige. That seems like a pretty logical course of action to take. I suppose so. Yeah. Uh, and hmm. and if, if it goes down that, would you say that I forget what the guy's name is in season one that died and he had the woman. He had his wife that was ignorant and they had a very small child. And instead of taking them both to Russia, they just killed the mom and kept the child. Yeah. Like that could be considered very long range foreshadowing of this mm-hmm. possibility. The parents are disposable to a certain extent.
0: Yeah, might be right.
1: They they should be thinking about that. Hmm. Uh, Josiah H said that he'd saw some people consider it a plot hole that Elizabeth can't somehow get to a Soviet dentist even though they brought her a doctor when she first got shot at the end of season one. But it doesn't bother me. First off, you could make the case that it just isn't worth the risk for something like that. But more than that, there's no evidence that the Russians know what she's dealing with. Do you agree? Because to me, that is a plot hole. That they brought in a doctor before and they can't do it now? You can't find someone to pull a fucking tooth and some sort of... You can't give Novocaine? Like, I'm not saying that dentistry is easy. It's not. But pulling a tooth (laughs) has been something people have been doing for thousands of years. Mm Mm-hmm. And it seemed a little strained that Philip and Elizabeth had to resort to pliers in the laundry room.
0: Yeah, I guess. I mean, especially, you know, when they're out meeting with Gabriel every every day, it seems like. Uh yeah, I would think there would be a way to get some
1: treatment for her. <laughs> Josiah says, regardless, if it leads to more scenes like the teeth pulling, they can stretch as much logic as they want. Like most seen people, sane people, I had to watch this with my hands mostly covering my eyes. But this Mm -hmm. is a step up from an already fantastic show, uh, something they've been building to since the beginning, and it's only made better as a gut punch of a denouement to the badass slow car chase. The relief of not getting caught is huge, but the follow-up is a reminder that they will never truly be at ease or off the clock, and that this life they've chosen will never let up until they're dead. Even defecting would lead them to a constant sense of threat. A normal life is not in the cards for them. That's why I'm liking the arguments over Paige's future and seeing it play out. As viewers, yes, a show dragging its feet is legitimate worry, but I don't think that's what's going on here. This is a legitimately big deal that the Carter to center is smart enough to anticipate that will uh, will take some time for their agents to warm up to. Whether Philip sure. ever yeah. will is the question. He's about his work, uh, but he's treating it like a real job, albeit one with a lot of snapped limbs. All he seems to care about is his family. And Elizabeth is coming around too, telling Hans that she wants to protect what she has with Philip. We forgot to talk about that on the, the show, too, the fact that Elizabeth pumped the brakes with Hans, which is something I talked about in a preview cast If something I see that there's this asymmetrical approach to sexuality now where Philip is the one that's getting put in all these compromising situations. And he and both Elizabeth are trying to avoid the same for her. What's up with that?
0: Uh, I, Philip seems a little jealous, honestly. Philip seems jealous to me. He's like, "Well, why oh, is Elizabeth, well, you and
1: Hans are getting a little too close, huh?" Why is Elizabeth with that? And why did Philip throw that into her face about like, "Well, why aren't you fucking Hans? Isn't that an important part of your job?" Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I get where they're going with that. I think I uh, I thought he that was a question. Like a straightforward question. You didn't think that was uh put forth as a barb. No. Because it's in the context I, of their fight with, It is, okay. but it's
0: but it's also him trying to find out whether she actually is. Oh, you think he assumed that she was
1: fucking Hans?
0: I I think he might have been. Yeah, jealous, and uh, because he thought he she was, and so he throws it out there. Uh, you know, he's he's kind of surprised when she's not, and then throws it out there as like, oh, well, you're supposed to. It's your job, and I don't oh. know. I don't know. He gets he he gets very huffy in those moments, and I can't
1: help but. You know, note the jealousy in his voice. Well, Josiah has a, uh, I'll describe as a crazy theory, but one that has a lot of potential. Uh-huh. Uh, this was He, he says, this what's what makes the tooth-pulling scene so devastating, because it comes at a time when Philip and Elizabeth have such a deep trust in each other, a trust deeper than most marriages, and though they still uh, both resort to distance when they're in disagreement, they're in love now, which they ha- weren't when we first met them, and that changes everything. All of which leads me to believe that eventually they'll both move to protect Paige from the life that they have committed to. But to convince the sinner, they'll need to find a replacement. And wouldn't a foster child be an ideal candidate? Clark's annoyance at Martha's badgering him about the children seems to break for a moment and then a glint in his eye indicates something. Maybe I'm reaching, but I think there's more to this idea than simply Clark and Martha not seeing eye to eye.
0: Hmm. So, you off Martha after you get a foster kid and and... What? Like I'm, I'm not seeing the how. How does a foster kid get involved in any scenario where so, he can get info?
1: I don't know that I agree with his take on this. But is there some? Because this did seem to appeal on on some level to Philip. Is there some angle in which Paige and or Henry could be placed as his foster child with this sham marriage that would somehow insulate oh these my ch- kids from the center? Maybe, or
0: or potentially, they could or, train Paige through that
1: relationship. That's the other thing I was going for. It's uh, like if he warmed up to it, then he could, she could be his foster child in this relationship. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Then somehow, He's a real Paige, child in the other, and yeah. Oh god, that would get weird. So you've got this like really third love. I mean, like I said, that seems ridiculous on the face of it. Mm-hmm. But there's something to this foster children. Set stuff. up correctly, I don't think that
0: would be absurd. Hm. You know, I I think they could weave the story that direction and
1: and make that work for me. Hmm. Okay. Uh well that's all the feedback I've got. Do you, you got anything else to say? Nope. That's it. All right, if you'd like to send us more, you can do so at Americans at Baldmove dot com or get on our forums at forums.baldmove.com. dot com. Uh, and our weekly show threads on facebook.com slash bald move and you can tweet at jim at bald move guess what all that stuff is in the show notes in case i stuttered stumbled or you didn't write it down uh and that's it yeah we'll be back for episode four next week sure yeah until then i'm jim i'm aaron see ya